Hey, thanks for checking out our show. If you like what you hear, we have tons of additional content at patreon.com slash the media lunch break. I think we're good. I'm going to test it right now by yelling. Oh, God. Why would you test anything by yelling? How, what does that help? To see if I'm going to clip because I yell through most of this show. Well, rather than, you know, worry about the audio, why don't you just go see a therapist? Listen, that's on the agenda as well. <laughs> oh, yeah. So um, this is not working. To, so to start off. <laughs> and you're not the first person to tell me something like that. And it usually ends in heartbreak. Oh, I'm trying to. For some reason, my tablet is not opening my notes. This is not what I thought we would have a problem with, with trying out (laughs) (laughs) of the tech that was going to fail. Yeah, that is not on the list. So for anyone listening, why? uh, Particularly our patrons. Still, why? (laughs) We're trying something new. Zoom fucked us right in the ear and we are trying something new. So it should be cooler. We're trying to let Skype fuck us in the other ear. (laughs) It should. It should be nicer. But if it's worse, I apologize. If it's worse, tweet us. Go ahead and just let <laughs> yeah, her up. Tweet us. Tweet Skype and Zoom. Yeah, both of them. Tell Zoom that Skype sucks and it needs to get fixed. And tell Skype that Zoom sucks. sucks and it needs to be fixed. And and get them both on it. Okay. And then have them text us that we suck. <laughs> and then we'll tweet you that you suck. And then... I'll text Andrew that he sucks. And then I'll text me that I suck. And I'll text me that I suck. Uh, How are you? Is that how we start these normally? At this point, I don't even remember anymore. Uh, I'm good. Oh, wait, where's my water's too far away. Okay. I got to get my tea. (laughs) That's the money right there. That's what you all came to hear. Oh, wow. Wow. That was a... You deserve that. The podcasting gods have struck you down. <laughs> did you just say that funny joke while messing with your mic? Yes, I did. Because I didn't think it was that funny of a joke. It was the best joke you've ever had. <sighs> That's true. It was the best joke I've ever had. Do you want to do it again? <laughs> <laughs> I cannot get this to work. What? Your notes? Yeah, they just won't show up. Oh, no. What are we going to do without all four and a half pages of your notes. I mean, I'm going to be silent. Do you want a four minute episode? That's I mean, because you never have anything to say. Oh, that's not true. I believe that is very false. And I believe there's many men. I'm just not happy with my mic position today. I there. I believe there's that a if lot you listen, going on. OK, everyone. All right. See, that's why I had to test it by yelling. Oh, I see what you did. How'd it go? Uh, clipped a little bit. <laughs> OK, there you go. It wasn't good. Uh, I'm good. How are you? Rowan is sick. Oh, that's. Bites. And we gave him a COVID test to find out if he had COVID, which was not fun because we had to stick a Q-tip into his nose twice. Oh, well, at least you got the right orifice. <laughs> but it turns out he does not have COVID, but it is okay. it seems like some sort of respiratory infection of some kind. It might be strep. We're a little worried about that. Get a fever. Um, it seems like it's going down. I had to run out and get some Tylenol because our last one was expired. I think that's how they get you. Oh, you had to run out and go get it. I thought you said he had to might have to. I thought you said might have to run out. And I was like, I'm not running out and get Tylenol. <laughs> Doing shit. I meant Rowan ran out and we gave oh, him good. the keys yeah. and he came back yeah. and he had some Tylenol and a warrant out for his arrest. It was weird. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, what you don't realize is the warrant was already out for his arrest. Oh, good. Prior to this trip. I I saw some friends yesterday. It was very fun. I'm seeing another friend tomorrow. Okay. Anyone I know? No. Both of them in New York City, and you weren't there. I try to make my appearances there as rare as possible. You live there? Yeah, but I try and be a recluse. 
You prefer recluse or recluse? Recluse. Really? There's a a, a very popular. Uh, I was going to say, I was trying to think of the, uh, how to phrase it. Recluse is a very popular recluse. Caramel. <laughs> it's a, um, it's a, if people think that it's extremely dangerous, it's not called the brown recluse. And they were all over North Carolina and that's how everyone pronounces them. Brown recluse. So that's what I think of when I read that word is recluse. Okay, cool. It's pronounced pecan. Uh, yes. I try and stay as recluse as possible. Reclusive. Reclusive as possible. Reclusive, as you would pronounce it. Anyway, I don't know where this is going. How, what? Uh, how's your kid? He feeling better? What's happening? He died. No, yeah, he's, uh, his 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 his, uh, his fever went down. Trigger warning for anyone who had a dead kid. But his uh, his his fever went down, and he's still a little rough, but. He's mostly back to normal. We, you know, he's having a great time. We're letting him watch as much fucking TV as he wants. Yeah. He can't yeah. really. He, I, we think he has a sore throat, so he's not eating a lot of, like, good food. Yeah, blah, 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 blah. I said, kid, whatever. Let me get into the real stuff. What's he watching? Oh, God. All right. So, um, a few things, right? But. Okay. This is a funny story. Mainly Pornhub. Melinda's parents were paying for our Netflix account for a little while because of a thing that happened. Like, we were paying for it, and then her bank card got, like, shut off while we were in Uh-oh. another country, and they used Netflix. you were like, because we saved their life in an adventure one time, and so they owe us. And so. <laughs> no, they, so the, the, they were using her Netflix account, and they were like, hey, it's not working right. anymore. And she was like, oh, yeah, I have to you know, get a new card and then put it back up again. And they were like, right. Oh, we'll just do it. And you know, we watch Netflix, so we'll just do it. And we were like, okay. And then when she got her new card, she was like, Hey, I can switch it back to mine. And they were like, no, no, don't worry about it. We watch it a lot. So we'll pay for it. Uh-huh. And she was like, Oh, okay, great. Whatever. Yeah. So for the past like two years, I think they've been covering it, which is very nice. Yeah. And then, um, literally within the span of three days, they got our son hooked on some stupid train, show from Korea what? Oh, called TTPO yes. TTPO. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think I know this. Trend. That, as far as we can tell, is only on Netflix. Yes, I think it and is. And then two days later, they were like, oh, we canceled your Netflix subscription because we don't watch it anymore. Why would they cancel it? Because they don't watch it. Right, but why wouldn't they say, because the whole thing was you guys, it was your subscription, you were paying for it. Uh-huh. So why would they, oh, this is a conversation you've already had. Never mind. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'll move yeah, on now. It sure is. What the So fuck? that happened. Uh, but the other thing is that at one point, we had Netflix paused, and for anyone who doesn't know, it wasn't paused. It was like on the home page, right. and they scroll. They have like a screensaver of ads, you know. That's yeah, just yeah, like yeah, 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 it's yeah, like yeah. images that scroll through. Yeah, 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 yeah. And one of those was My Little Pony, and Rowan's new favorite word is horse. Yes. So he got very excited when he saw horses, and we are in season two of My Little Pony, Friendship is Magic. Yeah. Has he watched the movie yet? No, but the, we like, have. CGI movie? Okay. Melinda and I with, have. Um, James Marsden, and I think it's Vanessa Hudgens. and what? Ken Jong, that one. What? Not a live action with James. Uh, their voices. I'm the, aware. We watched, there's one on Netflix, and we got tanked and watched that. Okay. Uh, that's why you don't know who the cast is. Yeah, okay. I, my uh, Emerson got really into Drunk. it. And every oh. once in a while, he'll get like, yeah, he got really into drinking. They say it's genetic. And so, yada, 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 my little pony. You know, you tale as old as time. <laughs> We've all been you know there. I mean? Oh, haven't we all? Yeah. Everybody, 
welcome to the Media Lunch Break, bringing you all of your comic, geek, and movie news, all in the time it takes to eat a good sandwich and just watch all the children's shows you could possibly imagine. My name is Chris Treble. Alongside me, as always, is my co-host, Andrew Dunn. Say hello, Andrew. So I've been taking the time to just tell them which of the horses I would fuck. Yeah, uh, you should. Well, I mean, it's it's pretty simple. You just go, all of them. Well, what I've been doing is just like, we'll sit down, and anytime a new character comes on, I go, that one, <laughs> that one, that one. Those two together. Ew, that one's a boy. But also that one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't fuck that one. But I let that one fuck me. <laughs> I can excuse horse fucking. Yeah. But as soon as it's a guy, whoo. Ah, come on. That's ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, anyone would fuck a male horse. Jesus. Yeah, Jesus would definitely fuck a male horse. Wow, wow. hot take from Andrew Dunn. <laughs> Jeez. Sus. Speaking of Jesus, uh-huh. he makes a cameo in a movie that we just saw. Does he make a cameo in that movie? I was looking for him. I didn't see him. But you does don't he? see him, but he is referenced. Is he? Yeah. Did I, they miss say, I might they, have missed it. I was... It's... It, it's a, it's. I mean, we can get into it, but it's a, um, it's a very quick, and it doesn't really work as a thing. But they say there's the god of carpentry. That's what that is. Okay, yeah. cool. Andrew, what? Uh, For fuck's uh, sake, Chris, what? What? Thor, Love and Thunder. Oh yeah. Insert. Uh, fun intro here. I don't have the energy for it today. If Whatever. only could I make a deal with God and get him to swap our places. Oh, I see. Oh, I see how that's a, that actually works. Son of a bitch. I know. Well done. Thank you. You're welcome. Yep, that's a movie that came out, and we're gonna talk about it. I, usually, I do some sort of weird intro, and um, I can't think of one. Uh, that's just how it goes sometimes, guys. If you can think of a better one, you. I'll pause. Right here, put yours in, and now we'll move on to something else. Okay, great. So today we're talking about Thor, which comes in two parts, both love and thunder. And or thunder. And I have a fun thing to start it off with. Please start it off. Taika Waititi was kind enough to take some time away from his three ways to give us a new Thor movie. This one features your favorite Guns N' Roses song. All of them. It's got Every Rose Has Its Thor, Knocking On Heaven's Thor, and Welcome to the... Thorngall. You know what the worst part of that is? We're going to get tweets simply because every rose has its thorn is not a Guns N' Roses song. And people are going to be like, it's not a Guns N' Roses song. Ooh, who is it? Poison. That can't be true. It's true. I guarantee you it's true. Mm, no, Google says it's poison, but I think it's wrong. <laughs> well, they are pretty inaccurate. That's right. It's hit or miss. So uh, this is a movie um what did you let's get it all right first of all spoilers for thor love and thunder i'll just let's start it off right there yeah my very next thing that i have written down here is chris what did you think of it i don't know this is one of those movies and i kind of had this reaction with the batman as well i don't know what i think of this movie i i i think i like this movie but i can't quite tell what did you think of this movie i think it's fine it's that's kind of where i'm at too i thought there were i liked it better than dr strange 2 electric boogaloo back in the habit but (laughs) but, i'm impressed that you fit two of those in there and i'm impressed that you went with back in the habit and not (laughs) the obvious this this time it's personal oh but that's what i like about you you go for the the road less traveled i do yeah i do it is pretty good. Yeah. 
I there are here, my main issues with it are that it's a Taika Waititi movie. We heard all about how fucking weird it is, and it's kind of weird. It's yeah, but it's not really. It also sticks incredibly close to the Marvel formula. Yes. I think. Yeah. It's very point A to point. I feel like I could summarize this entire film in under a minute, like the plot of it. I feel like I could give you the entire plot in under a minute. There's not a lot that happens. There's not where, there aren't a lot of things where, like with the Batman, you can be like, oh, but then this one thing happened, I forgot, and then you see this other guy, and right. this other character right. comes and in. And he's in the window. and then, Right. Yeah. yeah. There's a bunch of stuff in there that you can, that contributes to the furthering of the plot. Right. But there isn't a lot here. It's a lot of like no. the guy takes the kids, they try to get the kids. He needs the axe. He takes the axe. Yeah. He he wants to make a wish to kill all the gods cuz they because his daughter died while he was praying to them. Right. And they didn't do anything. Yeah. There's also a lot in this that like it's it, I guess the best almost the best comparison to this is is to no way home in that we talked a lot about and a lot was made about how in no way home there are some fairly large plot holes but we kind of summarized it as like we know that they're there and we kind of don't care because it's at least entertaining enough that we go well, well and it's, and it's quick, quick and, yeah and it's quick and it there's moves a lot the that happens in a short amount of time Whereas this felt like it could have been an hour and a half, maybe less. Yeah, but there's also some parts of it where I'm like, you probably could have expanded on one or two of these things and made it a fuller movie and that would have not made it... Because there there are certain points of the plot where I go, well, why don't you just... Like the, the it's the classic kind of uh, post-it note. Like, yeah, we could have fixed this. We could have streamlined this and and jumped over this. Why don't you just do this instead? That seems easier. Instead, they come up with a solution that feels more like, well, we got to make sure these three characters that Valkyrie, that Thor, and that Jane are like always there at the same time. So we need to do something to make it so those three do it. And instead, going like, well, why don't you just use this guy to just do that? And that just just the one person. But there are other times in this and, and I'll get into more specifics in, in just a second. But there are other times in this where I go, well, maybe you needed like one or two more scenes to flesh out this idea because it felt there were one or two plot points where it felt like it skipped like a head. And I was like, did I miss a part? I didn't go to the bathroom at all during that. Did I miss <laughs> something where he was? But so, like I said, I'll get into a little more of that uh, a little bit later on down the line. But um, I also wanted to say, um, I think that I also did not like Ragnarok. It's a very unpopular opinion. I know. I remember. Yeah, yeah. And this, I feel, I think Ragnarok did a good job of tricking people. And I don't necessarily mean that in a bad way. Right. It was very, very funny. But I felt my biggest issue with it was that it sacrificed a lot of the drama and a lot of like really strong connections and relationships. I didn't feel for any of the characters really. Like there was no point where I like welled up with tears. And I'm a fucking softy. It's real easy to make me cry. And and it never happens with Ragnarok. I cry all th- from start to finish in Endgame. Start to finish. From Jeremy Renner losing his kids to fucking Tony to Stark's funeral. Jeremy Renner getting his kids. Yeah. Jeremy Renner uh, getting his haircut. And everything in between. Yes, yeah. right. You cry throughout this podcast often. We I cut do, it frequently. Out because it's a <laughs> plot. But yeah. you do. Yeah. 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 But I feel like the jokes were really good in that one. I did find it funny. Some of them didn't land, 
but a lot of it was very funny. And I think a lot of the jokes in this are not very good. And part of it, I think, is editing timing. I don't know if they got a different editor or what, or if they took less time doing it. But I think another big part is that some of these actors... I think are not as good at improvising. Yep. I can see that. There are moments like there's the scene where like Jane's like, can't we hurry up this chemo process? And she starts squeezing the chemo bag. Right. And that went on for five seconds of her squeezing while Kat Dennings is there. Uh, Marcy. What's her name? Marcy or Darcy? Darcy. Is it Darcy? Yeah. Okay. Where Darcy is like Darcy Marcy is what we're (laughs) going to call her from now on. That's right. The old Marcy Darcy Marcy. But she isn't like, hey, cut that out. What are you doing? They both just sit there while a woman with cancer is squeezing the bag with her radioactive juice in it. And I'm like, what is this? What are we doing? By the way, during that entire time, nobody ever says the phrase radioactive juice bag or something like but it should have. I mean, that's a, you know, stop squeezing the radioactive juice bag. And like and then it's like there's stuff like a lot of it felt like jokes that were that like a child would do. Like, you know, I, I don't know if you have this yet with with your kid, but I remember being a kid and finding out, oh, I said this thing and everyone laughed. I'm going to say it over, over and, and over, over and over again. And, over yeah. again. and that's what like the screaming goats felt and like. And That's what podcasting is. <laughs> but they bring out these screaming goats and I'm like, oh, this is pretty funny. Right. And then every fucking 10 minutes, there's a goat screaming in the camera and I'm I'm like, what is this? What's going on? That being said, I think it's a better story than Ragnarok. I think the acting is very good. Christian Bale is incredible. I li- loved, loved Christian Bale in this. I think his story works. Like, his arc is incredible. Every piece of his arc is really well plotted out. Yeah. I think a lot of the humor isn't very good. And I think if you strip a lot of the improv and a lot of the, the jokes that fall flat out, you could add a lot more complexity to the plot and a lot more to do with the relationships between the characters. Yeah. So kind of going off of what, what you just said, as far as adding complexity to the plot, because those are kind of some of the points that I was hinting at before where basically, so basically the plot is Thor is lonely and keeping his heartstrings to himself or whatever, because Jane broke up with him eight years ago. Which we already know. Jane Foster has cancer, which is just like it is in the comics. She gets called by Mjolnir and ends up getting the the powers of the mighty Thor, which in the comics actually, I think, cures her cancer. It holds it off, I believe. It holds it off. Okay. It doesn't make it worse. Yeah. In this, it kind of does both. It makes it worse. I think in this it makes it worse. But it, yeah, but yeah, it does. It just makes it worse. It I've, temporarily gives her the power of Thor. So while she has the hammer, she's in great condition. Right. But it is speeding up her cancer. Yeah, but every time she lets go, it it then like right. accelerates. Because yeah. my understanding is that because Thor is a god, these powers, his cells are like totally fine. But because Jane is just a person, being a god and having the power of Thor is just fucking wrecking her. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So she gets the power of the mighty Thor. So anyway, Christian Bale is Gore the God Killer. Uh, uh, uh. What? Similar to another character that we will be talking about in our reading assignment. He's the god Butcher. Oh, yes, he is. I was like, that didn't sound right when I said it. Gore the God (laughs) Butcher. Um just like in the comics, he prays to the gods. Nothing happens. His his family dies, specifically his daughter. We don't really send anybody else. And then because he finds his god and his god is like, oh, you guys are still here? Huh. That's cool. He then gets the magic sword and then kills his god and goes on a rampage of killing other gods. Then he, And then he, um, in order 
to do something later, which I'll get into in a second. He steals all the children from New Asgard and then Thor and Valkyrie and Jane have to go after him. So here's the thing. One, I think you're right. You could have cut down on some of the jokes that didn't work and put in, like I said, some other scenes, some more scenes that would flesh out the storyline a little better and give it a little better pacing because one, he goes on a rampage of killing gods. First of all, we don't, except for the first God he kills, we don't see him kill anything else like nothing else. We hear that he did it and we see the aftermath of what he did, but we don't ever see him do another one. It's the opposite of show. Don't tell exactly. They told everything also. And then, and this is the other part that and this is the main part where I was like did I miss something why don't we have a scene about this so he kidnaps the kids from Asgard because he needs to lure lure Thor that's hard to say yeah to him to get Stormbreaker because Stormbreaker can help him open up a portal to eternity which gives a person one wish and then he can wish all the gods to be dead at once. One, when did he figure that out? Because that's just given to us. <laughs> Russell, Crow- Zeus just says that all of a sudden. And I'm like, and we're like, oh, that's his plan now. Cause his plan like two minutes ago was just, just go around and kill everyone. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I'm like, well, when did he figure that out? Because if he knew, because if he knew that before, why did he go around and kill everyone? Why wouldn't he just streamline it straight to the thing with eternity? And Maybe if, to try and get Thor's attention so that he could, he could find him. But why not just go, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Maybe to find Maybe. him. But there are other ways I feel like he could just find Thor. But here's the other thing. It's extremely convenient that Stormbreaker is the key. Why is Stormbreaker the key? They just made it like three movies ago. Well, I'm funny. Weirdly enough, that wasn't the part that I was like, that's very convenient. Actually, the sword for me, when the sword appeared at the first five minutes of the movie, I was like, well, that's very convenient because he stumbles into what looks like an oasis and it turns out it's real. And the God literally just goes, Oh, we just got done killing this guy who has this sword who could kill every God ever. Good thing. No one's going to pick that up. Yeah. Good thing. No one can pick that up. We'll just leave that lying in the grass. What's that? You hate me. Oh, and that sword is coming out of the ground right now. Look at it go. That's amazing. Oh, now you're picking it up. Oh, you could stab. Oh, you stabbed me. Oh, I'm dead. <laughs> like it, that was so. Uh, I was like, so we just happened to be at that moment when that thing. Also, again, he was like, that was, a you know, we just got done killing this mighty warrior. I was like, I'd like to see that. Right. That would be a fun introduction. If Christian Bale crashed into the water and then he looks up and there's a big ass God battle going on. Sure. Well, and that could be a good opportunity for the whoever had the necro sword to be like, this is it. I have the necro sword. I, it can kill any God. You're no match for, for me. me. And exactly. they have a big fight. And, and then, Christian Bale's like, oh, OK. And that's how he finds that out. Exactly. And then yeah. he can like when he when they, they can banish him, they can be like, fuck you, Christian Bale. Get out of fuck you, Gore. Get out of here. Yeah. And then he's like, no, and I'll pick it up and I'll fucking kill all of you. Or it could even be he doesn't know what it is and they're about to kill him him and he falls and he just picks it up and takes a swing not knowing what's going to happen and it kills them and he's like oh shit I have 
this can kill a god. Yeah, there's any number of right solutions. It was just like so easy and convenient. It was, right? and the the eternity thing. Like I said, we're just told that is what he's doing. Yeah, and I was like, wait, what are you? Ta- what is this? What are you talking yes. about? At no point do I see Gore just go like you know he kills a god, and right before it happens. Some god is like, it would take eternity to kill all of us. And he's like, what is that? Oh, that's a and good that, way to you know, do it. Anything like that. Because I was even thinking, why would you tell him about eternity? But that's a good right. way to do it. But it's anything. Somebody lets it spill by accident. Yeah. I was thinking he finds a book. He finds a book, whatever. But like, it makes no sense that he's going around killing so many gods. Yeah. Like if he finds the book that remember Jane sees all those papers. Right. Maybe he finds, finds that, that and yeah. she finds yeah. it in his place. Because even in your idea because i like your idea of like he's killing god to get thor's attention but he seems to be killing just randomly so if you know even if it was i'm killing well but is he because we know that he knows so he he fights sif he fights that big monster thing but again because we don't ever see that we don't know did he seek out sif or did was sif there do you know what i mean like we don't know any of this and we do see him sort of we see thor flip through stuff and he's like don't know that guy don't know that guy don't know that guy you know and then he's like oh (laughs) sif and it's like one of those things and i'm like we'll you know, because that would have been interesting as well. That could have been really compelling where he all of a sudden the the pieces get put together of like, oh, these are all the one thing they have in common, like a detective story. Like the one thing that the, all these gods have in common is me. Yeah, that would have been a and great then idea. You realize, oh, he's trying to get my attention. He's trying to find me. Yeah, he's trying to find me. And, and there's a all, reason he hasn't. If he's trying to kill all the gods, there's a reason he hasn't killed, killed me, me yet. yet. Yeah. And it's yeah, because yeah. he needs me. Exactly. And so, but it was just this weird turn of events where I was like, now we're off on a different journey. Yeah. And we were just told that. So, it, it, like I said, I agree with you as, as far as sacrificing some of the jokes and some of the humor, because some of it didn't work to just give us an extra two scenes. That's really all that's needed. It's like, to, and this, it's rare that I'll say this with a movie. This movie almost needed to be long. Like, give me two more scenes. Well, that's what I, we've said this about a number of movies Cut out the fat. It's an hour and a half. Give me 20 minutes of better stuff. Right, 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 right. What did you think about the new theatrical play? <laughs> I love these. I, 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 it went on almost too long, perhaps too yeah. long. But at the same time. <laughs> I think time, the addition of Melissa McCarthy was a little strange. I loved it. At the, it's, it's one of those bits. It, it, there are few bits in this that, and that's this is the biggest one, that they go on kind of too long because it really does it forwards absolutely nothing but at the same time it's good enough that i go okay i like this like i just like watching this for a little bit i'll go go with it so for me i think melissa mccarthy isn't a good enough cameo she's great yeah i I love her in a lot of movies but i just mean like you've got sam neill matt fucking damon and a hemsworth a different hemsworth those are gold cameos you know and then you've got oh yeah this famous actress as opposed to i I feel like you could get like taylor maybe taylor swift's a little too good but matt damon's gorgeous as well and so is the other hemsworth like maybe get like a taylor swift it has to be somebody enormously famous but see i like that because i like that it's that melissa mccarthy is like the polar opposite of what you would think of as opposed to 
Kate Blanchett. Sure. Do you know what I yeah. mean? Like, I, I love that idea that who are you going to get to play Kate Blanchett's part in the knockoff play? Like someone who is nowhere near. I agree. The Kate but then Blanchett. get like, I don't know. I, I would ho- I would want it to be someone more iconic. I, but see, I think Melissa McCarthy is iconic. And this, is, enough. this is nothing. Yeah, this, this is, is like nothing. a very small part of the film. But I, I would have that would have been like the way to fix that joke for me. That was one just one moment where I was like, OK, sure, I guess. Yeah. yeah. And I, I agree. It went on just a little too long. I don't really yeah. know what they were doing, but, but it was, a, it was it a, good a little time. too long, but it's at least strong. The bit's strong enough that I'm like, I'll let it go on too long. Mm-hmm. I almost feel like that should have been the Porter scene to the rest of this film as a drama though as well like this movie could have been a very deep dark emotional drama and then had this like funny theatrical play to break it up but instead it was just more of that (laughs) to me how do you like sentient stormbreaker what do you think of it this i hate it and the hammer and mjolnir like they're both just other characters I, yeah, and Stormbreaker works when the plot needs him to, and doesn't when it doesn't. Yeah, I, like they don't really address how sentient it is, which it it's. The, listen, there are points in this when they do it, and it's kind of fun, like the way it just kind of drifts into frame. It's actually really like every time it did, I was like, that's kind of funny. That's but then funny. there are also moments that feel like they're not meant to be funny, right. like when Jane is dying in a bed and she looks over and Mjolnir is there, and it's hysterical, and I don't think it's supposed to be. Well, I, for me, the problem though is that it opens up too many questions like if it's sentient if it can do this then why can't it xyz do you know why I mean? hasn't it? Why as hasn't well? it done it already? Yeah. Why well, does and that it, gets like, me to. I actually have a whole list in here that's it's titled "Things I Don't Like That Are Seemingly Permanent." Right. So, like, that's one of them. That, like, right. the the both of them have been sentient this whole time and will right. live on for the rest of their existence in this franchise as thinking beings. Right. That speak English. Why doesn't it get drunk then when? Thor pours a beer on it. Sure. You know, and also though Thor's back tattoos, <laughs> which like funny, it's good for a bit, but it I'm like, but are then, we, so is that going to happen in every dramatic film that they have Thor in now? Nah, if he has to take his shirt off. I feel like they could. I mean, I, that's first of all, maybe, but also sure. I'll accept it. I guess. I don't know, man. I think it's real. Can you imagine him doing that in like infinity war? Like they have this dark cinematic moment and his shirt comes off and it's got like these very funny back tattoos. It's weird. It's going to be weird. It's going to be something they have to think about later. Yeah. But I also, you could just get rid of them at some point. You can, you know, sure. Trust me. You can get those things removed. Okay. And here's the other one. Um, as guardians used to eat children. <laughs> I actually did love that line. I, I, it's a very funny I joke, but it's really another thing funny. that I'm like, do I no, Do that, I want this in the MCU? No, it's fine. I don't think that's ever going to come. It's not going to be like a thing that has to ever sure, come Sure, but it's going to be something I think about. Like every time I see Asgard, I'm going to be like, their grandparents ate children. But but he doesn't define how long ago that was. It could have been thousands of years ago. Okay, their ancestors ate children. I'm going to think right. that every single and and that's another thing. They're but like, see, I'm never going to think. No, that hang again. on, because that's okay, another yeah. thing. They're like, uh, no, we have to save our kids, and it's like a certain number of generations ago, you were fucking eating them. Yeah, but who cares? It's just a, it's a one off line. It doesn't. I'm not going to think about it ever again. Yeah, it's it's just a thousand one off lines. None of them work. Like right, that's. But, you know what I mean? It, like, I understand what you're saying. That's fine if it doesn't work. I don't think it's going to impact the rest of the MCU that, like, there's a one-off line about Asgardians eating children generations ago. I think it's it's 
whatever. I think it's just a joke. I will say this. Okay. Waititi knows how to make a third act. I'll give him that. Yeah. That, I mean, listen, when they get to um, uh, Black and White Planet is what I'll call it. Yeah. I love that fight scene. The Shadow Realm. The Shadow Realm, yeah. From the moment the screaming goat hit the planet, like, dead. First of all, that was actually pretty, that was one of the really good uses of the screaming goat, because it just, like, barrels into a planet and just starts screaming. I was like, that was pretty good. And then it quickly turns into, like, that's a really interesting fight scene with the little bit of color and when does it come in? It is. I actually don't even mean that. I don't think that's part of the third act. I think that's the end of the second act. But the, the third act when Thor goes by himself to get the kids. Yes. And and then he imbues all the That was the next thing I was going to talk about as well. And it reminded me a little bit of uh, the end of Ragnarok as well with the Led Zeppelin music. Yeah. I, I mean, that scene with the kids just killing monsters is like fantastic. Just the little girl with the bunny just running around, just zapping. By them. the way, fun fact, that's Taika Waititi's daughter. Is it? Shout out to all of their fucking kids who are in this. All of Hemsworth's kids are in this. All of Christian Bale's kids are in this. Natalie Portman's kids are in it. Right. And Taika Waititi's kids are in it. That's awesome. That's amazing. Yeah, I, uh, no, I did love that that third act. It was great. I mean, again, the only thing is that Stormbreaker's, uh, you know, opening the portal and just like, it, but if it's sentient, I'm like, it does absolutely nothing. What's going on? Is it because it has a part of Groot? Is that why it's sentient? No, but isn't, is Mjolnir sentient or is that something know. that Hemsworth, Hemsworth, Thor? No, no, I'm going to say, <laughs> I believe Hemsworth thinks that that hammer, which is from the prop department at Marvel Studios, is, real. is a living being. Yeah. yeah, that's the thing. It's like he's always referred to it like it's alive, like it's a, a thing. But we always just thought it was just like a cute little thing he right. did because he has such a relationship to it. So I don't know. You know, is it because so does he do the same thing with Stormbreaker? But because Stormbreaker is part of Groot, then he has... That, that it has. It just a, opens a lot of, of questions. That's all I'm saying. Right. But that's what I mean. That's the only th- part of the third act that that made me bump is I was like, well, that act ain't doing shit to help out. Yeah. now. In fact, it's making things worse. Yeah. Why does Thor is keep it depressed? It yeah. Is it mad? <laughs> like, why not? Like, you know, it does absolutely nothing. You want to talk about the post credit scenes? Actually, before I get to that, can we talk about the God scene? You're going to have to be more specific. <laughs> Touche. Can we talk about the... Um, I forget what it's called. What's that planet that they go to? Russell Crowe. Let's see. I want to talk about Russell Crowe. <laughs> okay, let's do it. Um, one, a uh, couple of things. I'm shocked that Jane didn't immediately ask if Thor had gone to the orgy. Oh. Like, as soon as they started talking about the orgy, that at least of all the one-liners that they had in this movie, Jane never turned and, go, and went, wait, have you gone to the orgy? Because <laughs> he's definitely gone to the orgy. First sure. of all, let's get and that And then out Valkyrie the says... Can I go, go to, to the, the orgy? orgy? Yeah, anything like that. Like, <laughs> I'm also shocked, and we kind of touched on this. I am shocked that it hasn't already come out that Jesus was intended to be at this place and that Taika Waititi was going to play him. Oh. Not that, n- let me be clear, not that it was shot, not that the scene was shot, because I don't think it would have ever gotten that far. Feige, I think, would have Well, that's what I was going to say. I don't think Disney would allow it. It's very possible that he had that idea. But I'm shocked that that it, it what TT hasn't come out in like an interview and it was like, yeah, that's actually in the script. I was going to play Jesus and he was going to make a cameo. Well, it also is, um, 
Well, okay, so I have two thoughts about that. He's already in trouble for talking shit about the VFX team. I don't know if you've seen that. Oh, no, I haven't. So I don't know if you've seen that the VFX teams for Marvel have been coming out and saying, like, yes. yeah. So for anyone yeah, listening. Yeah. I have seen that part. I haven't seen what TT talked about. The VFX teams for Marvel have been talking about how overworked they are, and they, they expect these incredibly fast turnarounds. They expect a smorgasbord of of options and they want to pick one and say, change it, make it better, make it faster, and then scrap it. And then a day before the deadline, say, no, make me a new one. And it's been really, really hard. About the same day or maybe the day before that, Taika Waititi and Tessa Thompson went on an interview where they're discussing a scene from the movie. And while they're playing the movie, Taika is like, what what is that? It looks so stupid. These visual effects look so bad. And and Tessa Thompson is also like, yeah, I know. I don't know what they were thinking. They're like making fun of the VFX. Right. Right. And I don't think he knew that this was going to come out, but right. it happened at the exact same time and it made him look really bad. So he's busy doing damage control on that. The other thing I wanted to say is I'm nearly certain he's the voice of the goats. Oh, he was probably recording the voice of Korg. Yes, and then he was like, "Oh, can we get the goats while I'm in here?" And he was like, Aah! "Yeah, oh, that's true." I see. I thought that was like a stock sound. It could be, but I wouldn't be surprised. But I wouldn't if it be was surprised. Him. I'm, I'm yeah. not saying like he's no way, also huh? the voice of the rock god, the the Korg god. Yeah, yeah. I think he's gonna voice all the Korgs, just all of them. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably. There's some. I, that's a scene. I need to go back and watch again. That's one of those like. There's a thousand. There's a lot of gods in there. There's a thousand Easter eggs in there somewhere, and I can't see. Yeah, any there are. I've, damn I've one watched of them. a lot of videos about it. There's two. I, I'm not including them in. Um, I have a list of Easter eggs. I'm not going to talk about that scene because there's so many. The Black Panther yeah, God is in that's there. That's what I've heard. I'm yeah. sure a Moon Knight God is in there somewhere. Like, it feels like it should be in there somewhere. Uh, well, uh, there was a leak that said that the person who was... A re- spoiler alert for Moon Knight. Sorry if you haven't seen it. But at the end, a lot of the gods get killed by uh, Ethan Hawke's character. Yep. And there was a leak that said that the original draft of the script called for Gore to do that. Oh, really? And they were going to be like, who's Gore? And that was going to lead into Thor Love and Thunder. Oh, really? Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's so many in there that I, I'm sure I missed all of them. Also, all right, let me just ask this. What is Russell Crowe doing? You mean in life or in this movie? What is this? Just I a little bit of both, really, because what the hell is going on? It started off okay, mildly offensive, but still, like, I guess because he's a god and this is a fictional character, so maybe I can, like go with it and then it just got weird i can't even say it was like stereotypically offensive because it just got weird like he's just walking around flipping a skirt or whatever the hell he's doing i don't even know i was like i can't even say this is like him making fun of greek people because i don't know what this is it's just so beyond it's just him making thor naked yeah yeah i mean first of all Looking great. Not that we didn't think it was. It wasn't going to. Yeah, it's a good ass. It's a great ass. It's a. Gr- I would kill for that ass. Probably the best of all the asses in the MCU. That's America's ass. I know. I. You know what? I don't even care. That's not full American. We should adopt that ass <laughs> as Americans. 
<laughs> you should. Yeah. Yeah. Put it in the Constitution. Oh, man. Are you telling me? I don't know. What the fuck is... What is that? What is this character? What is this? It's I think just, it's fine. It's just weird. It's just... I was like... It started off okay. Like, listen, I live in a in a very Greek neighborhood in, in Queens. And so when he was talking, I was like, eh, that's kind of borderline, like, over the top. But it's not... I listened to it and I was like, well, it is Greek. Like I've heard, yeah. you, know, you can that, tell you like, that's Greek. Like it, it, definitely he's trying, he's doing something, but I was, and I was like, well, right. it's not like you're, you're not like, what is that? Is this Jamaican? What is happening? You get, you're like, yeah, oh, it's a no, no. stereotypical Greek. Like, accent. It's like a, yeah. It's a cartoon character, right. but it's, uh, it's a great cartoon character. And then he's like running around and doing weird things down the stairs. Yeah. And it was like, I don't know what's happening. Oh, see, that's another example of like the improv that I think didn't work. I don't think Russell Crowe is a good improver because I think they were just like do a bunch of cool stuff pretending you have a lightning bolt in your hand and then we'll we'll put in the lightning bolt yeah, yeah. no and so he's yeah, yeah. just like doing basketball tricks with nothing yeah. in his hands well I think the for like other, six minutes see I think the opposite happened I think they told him exactly what motions to do but Russell Crowe today is not the Russell Crowe he's not gladiator Russell Crowe Russell Crowe today what do you mean has a little more what do you mean I don't understand. To girth to him. He's a little bit. He's, he's not more as athletic muscular. as he used to be. Yes, he is. He does have the the shape of a Greek god. <laughs> but so like you're watching somebody like, you know, again, to bring up America's ass, like Chris Evans, they CGI this, the shield whenever he throws it. But the reason it sells is because that guy like really just moves his body in a way, like overextends his body to sell the throw, right? Whereas Russell Crowe, well, I think he also shows weight in his hands. Like that's another thing. It's like there's, it feels like he's holding something heavy. He's just like going through weird. They're like it's going to go this way and then up, and then you're going to catch it and you're going to. I don't flip think it. they did that. I think he was just like doing stuff, and then they put the bolt in his hand. Just put the lightning bolt. Yeah. yeah. But then, the, but the other thing is, then if that's the case, because I can see that being true too, is like he. I don't think he knew. He didn't think about this beforehand either. A hundred percent. They were like, all right, and action. And he's like, uh, I'll throw it this way and this way. Well, and Taika Waititi was probably like, if it doesn't work, we'll cut it. Just do something crazy. Do something weird. And then he was like, I really like it. Let's keep it. Yeah. And it was just, it, but it's weird because he's not really, you can tell, like you said, there's no weight to it. Yeah. He's not athletic. Yeah. I don't believe he could throw anything. See, I disagree with that. I think if he made it look like he had something heavy in his hands or anything, it doesn't have to be heavy, just a little bit of weight. It's the same thing with like when you see actors on stage and they're holding a mug and pretending to drink out of it, but there's nothing in it and they're just like swinging it around and there's no water coming out or anything. I think it's the same thing. Like you can tell when there's liquid in a cup. In the same way that you can tell that he's not holding anything. I don't think his physique has anything really to do with it. I, well, I should say physique. I think it's just his physical ability to like, he's not, I, he doesn't look like a guy who's out like throwing a football every day. Do you know what I mean? Like, but I don't think that matters either. I feel like, well, I'm thinking like, you know, John Belushi was a heavy guy. Yeah. But him, I could see he played football. Right. Like I could see somebody like it. There's a thing about like moving your chest first and having the heavy thing be the last thing to go. Well, I agree with you. I, I understand. I think that's all it needs. But uh, yeah, I mean, then maybe they just needed they needed like a green lightning bolt that they could green screen. You know what I, I mean? Agree. Like they get yes. special effects. Because well, like, we also right. live in a world that like, you know, uh, uh 
Thor shouldn't be as powerful as he is, even though he's like he looks like an Adonis. Like the Hulk shouldn't be as powerful as he is, even though he's ten feet tall. No, I like agree the, with you. I'm just saying the special effects lose because it doesn't. It, whatever he's doing, whether it's the weight thing or just he he's like out of shape and can't throw or whatever. I think there is a way to sell it that like he is a large man who has a lot of strength, even if he doesn't have a lot right. of muscle. But I'm not getting any of that. Yeah, right. it just seems like he's just like it. He just looked like a fat guy who doesn't know how to do anything, you know, and then yeah. uh, having him yeah. do a bunch of stuff that he never does. He, he was the uh, they might as well have gotten um, James Corden. Oh, James yeah, Corden. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. They might like they could have just gotten him. It was just a funny he, he was playing the fool. Yeah. You know? Yes. Yeah. 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 Oh, boy, was he. Yeah. Do you want to go on to you want to talk about post credit scenes? Let's do it. Let's do that. We got uh, our first one. We see um, Greeky McGreek. Yep. Hanging out, maybe dying. Probably not. Nope. And he's talking to somebody. And then it turns out he's talking to his son. Yes. Who is Marvel's Hercules. Yeah. And I watched that scene and was like, do I know that guy? I don't know Brett that guy. Goldstein, you don't know that no, guy. No, I was like, but I don't know, I know who guy. this is. Oh, I looked him up, and it's guy. like he's been in a couple things, but I was like, okay, I guess. Like, I think I've been spoiled by, like, the end, the post credit scene in Eternals is Harry Styles, and, you know, we got um, Charlie's Theron at the end of the second Doctor Strange movie, and I'm like... Uh, you may not know this guy, but he's... A, a lot of people know this guy. He's pretty Not big. as well as they know Charlie's Theron and Harry Styles. Well, no, but he is a pretty big pretty big star right now sure he's he's in ted lasso like he's one of the creators yes. and writers of ted lasso and he's yes. he's won an emmy and everything like that he's out there for a that. lot of people yes for that for that one thing he did yeah yeah he's, for he, one I, of the big- I was i went to his imdb he's done like 15 movies yes but right now he's in one of the biggest shows on uh, cool uh, shows that's around. cool but yeah, but my is, point is like they've been getting these incredibly top tier A listers, yeah. And I was like, oh okay, this guy, sure. See, I had the opposite. I had the opposite reaction. I Are was you like, watching Ted Lasso? Yes. Well, yes. That's I am. why. Yeah. Right. But okay, that's fine. But he is a. Uh, you're you're saying this like he's an absolute nobody, and I'm telling you, he's not. I'm not saying that. Okay. I'm saying I think I've been. I literally the first thing I said, if you go back and check the tape, is I think I've been spoiled okay. by the recent see, Marvel yeah, yeah, movies yeah. that gave us Harry Styles as a post credit scene with um, Patton Oswalt, right, and also Charlize Theron, who are these like incredible superstars, right. And then we, and then I was like, oh, it's gonna be hurt i was waiting i was like who's gonna play hercules because that's also a character that's another thing i don't give a shit about pip and star fox or whatever whatever the fuck his name is star flock <laughs> and i also don't i had never i'm not a big doctor strange fan so i didn't know the character that charlize theron is playing but i know hercules i've read hercules in a bunch of comics i believe i believe i thought she was playing charlize theron <laughs> doesn't charlize theron have that ability she does now but my point okay. is just that like i was like oh my god it's gonna be hercules they're introducing hercules yeah. who is it i can't wait to see who it is and i'm like oh it's this guy from this one show i see i saw that and i was like oh that's really good basically i was like oh that guy's gonna do a really good job i'm sure he will yeah i think it's yeah but i'm not i'm like okay yeah he'll do a good job great i wasn't like oh my god right because you don't know who he is well i kind of did but that's the thing is i'm like yeah he's done a couple things as opposed to like a Charlize Theron right I'm sure he will be fine I'm sure I will love what he does yeah yeah but like as opposed to a Charlize Theron who I could name 10 enormous movies she's done sure you know Oscar winner and like and you know Harry Styles as well I'm like that that dude everybody fucking knows you can name 10 movies Harry Styles (laughs) I can name 10 songs he's done (laughs) yeah I think he was a singer (sighs) right wasn't he a singer Uh, see okay see that's the thing (laughs) you're like 
Oh, I love it. I love it. That's fantastic. Okay, but my point is, I also couldn't name a single Beyonce song, but I know she's a huge list, like A-list superstar. Right. That's fine. But I, yes, I agree with you. She is a Terry a Styles huge... a singer. Just tell me, or I'll kill you. He is a singer. Yes, okay, great. he's a singer. Yes. I think he, was he in Dunkirk. Yes, he was in Dunkirk. Yeah, he was good in that. Yeah, yeah. He was in One Direction. I didn't see that movie, but the <laughs> second. <laughs> <laughs> the second, the so second. At least you got that joke, and let that, we'll give you that. And let's go on. <laughs> the second post-credit scene we get is uh, uh, the mighty Thor, Jane Fonda. Sorry, um, j- uh, what's the other joke? Jodie Foster. Jodie Foster. A decent joke. That was. Those, I actually those are both good. That, that court keeps good. getting her mixed up with other actors. Yeah. This that was funny. But Jane Fonda. Foster ends up in Valhalla. That one was real, wasn't it? Yeah. And we get a, a cameo from an actor who every time I see him in a movie that isn't in the MCU, I think, man, he'd be really good in the MCU. CU, yes. <laughs> Idris Elba. Yes. As uh, as fucking what's his, Heimdall. Ha- Heimdall. 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 Okay. I think they change the name every time. <laughs> Heingrid? I'm going to do it just to fuck with you. But And then he's like, go into the light. And they, they go to Valhalla together. It's like, hey, look at this green screen. This is Valhalla. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was clearly like, like there's no one even there's no one even around back there. Like they didn't even CG in a, like people. But like he met he met her at the gate and it it I kinda look like you look at him and you look at the background and you're like yeah, he's probably really happy to see her. He's like, yeah, I've been fucking alone in this. <laughs> I got no one to talk to. I've read every book. I've made my way through Netflix four times. I thank God you're here because I am dying for just some conversation. And in the original script, Heimdall's like, I can't wait to introduce you to this thing called Star Wars. You've probably never heard of it. It's crazy. Like I was like, it was like, welcome to. Whatever they put in post here. Oh, also, they can I just say they they missed a beat with that post credit scene that there was no severed arm from Sif. In oh Valhalla. my god, that would have been very like, funny because she lands and she's in Valhalla. I was like, oh, it's Valhalla. I was like, oh, I can't wait to see. Oh, even, yeah. They, when they talked about it in the movie, I was like. That's going to, I was like, yeah, that's going to, that's going to be a bet. That, yeah. That even bet. like when she sees Idris Elba, there's like a very, it should be like the first time you see him, it's like a very nice heartwarming shot. Right. And it, the beat on that, the button on that could have him being like, oh, and when she's like, why are you surprised? And he's like, you have both your, I thought this was yours. Oh yeah. <laughs> right? Anything like that. Yeah, yeah. It's in a glass case. And then cut. Right. Yeah, 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 it's in a glass case. I, for some reason, I thought I was like, oh, it's going to be like on a display somewhere. <laughs> it's going to be just in Valhalla now um, or something. Anything. That's but very I was funny. like, I was like, oh, they miss. I can't believe they missed that beat. Do you want to go over some Easter eggs? Yes, very quickly? let's do it. All right. So the first shot of Gore is of his shadow foreshadowing his future powers that he's going mm. to get. Uh, tour guide. I don't know if you caught this. I did catch the this. The tour guide at New Asgard is Daryl. Yes. Who is Thor's old roommate unofficially. It's technically not canon but like the more they release of this stuff there were these like one shots that were not officially Marvel they were just Hemsworth dicking around with his friends but it's Thor being like well I'm not in the Avengers anymore they don't call me anymore so I got a roommate Daryl to help me pay but you know and and it's just this guy who's like hi everyone this is Thor I'm Daryl 
Uh, and he just like works at a desk job. It's very funny. You can look it up and, and watch it's them on YouTube. It's really, really good. Yeah. But it's him. Yeah. Nick Fury is listed as Nick Furry in Thor's phone contacts. <laughs> I did notice that. Which is yeah. also a bit from the Daryl sketch. Oh, is it really? It is. He call, He asks him, is his real name Nick Furry? Uh, or he asks that question. He's like, this is a picture I drew of Nick Fury, or is he, I think his real name is Nick Furry. That's funny. So that could also be a reference to that. The reason Gore has so many scars is because he cuts the religion tattoos off of his skin. Apparently that is a deleted scene, actually. It is. They shot that, and then they, they were did. like, this is a little much. It's also interesting because I've also heard that there's a deleted scene of him screaming because they thought it would be too awful to watch, and I'm like, it's a guy screaming. Yeah, that's what I heard. Which makes me think, like, I really, what, but I love that they were like, it's off, the scream from this man is off putting. So let's put in 40 screaming goat shots. <laughs> what? I was going to say, like, a child dies. Thor talks about eating children. Like, but the scream but is the too scream much. The scream is too much. That's a hell of a scream right there. The reason Jane thinks it's only been a few years since she last saw Thor when it's actually been eight years is because she was lost in the snap. She was lost in the snap. They have her photo in Endgame saying that she was one of them. And he says, uh, she says, how long has it been? Three, Three four years, years. And he says eight, eight years, years, some months. Five. And, Three plus five is eight. Right. The Cronin God sits on a throne of scissors because rock beats scissors. Is that why that is? Yeah. In fact, in Ragnarok, he says, um, he, uh, Korg makes a joke about it. I forget what, but he, he says something like, um, yeah, don't worry. I'm 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 a good guy. I'm not going to hurt you unless your scissors, a <laughs> little uh, rock paper scissors joke for you or whatever. That's yeah, funny. I thought I was like, I don't understand what yep. this is. Evidently, there's a scene in this film that was shot in a Best Buy parking lot. Did they say which one? They did not. Natalie Portman said that one of the shots they had to go out to this Best Buy parking lot to shoot it. I suspect it's the one where they're laying. In eternity, it looks a little bit like they're using that big machine that they use in the Mandalorian. But I, I think it would be easy to just lay her down on a green screen, right? And maybe put up a green screen behind her, get your shots in ten minutes, and leave. It could be that, or it's also really well lit. It looks like it's lit by the sun. Yeah. So it could be that the only one, the only other one I could think of is on the um, again. What's the black and white place? Called the Shadow Realm. The Shadow Realm. Maybe when they're in the tent. Maybe that's. It would be really hard to match the light though in different scenes in the same place. Because the only reason I'm thinking of is because it's in. It's covered. Yeah, like it's inside. So they could have set up a tent. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why. Yeah. I don't know why they would do that. Like that. Uh, It'd be really I, hard to do that though, because you need a lot of light too. Yes. I don't know. But I, that's the only other one that I can think of. That's the yeah. only other. I. I. You're probably right. I kind of agree with you. But yeah. that's the only one thinking of like. Well, it doesn't have a green screen background. I'm trying to think of like very short scenes. Maybe the post credit scene with Idris Elba. Yeah, when he's like, "Welcome to this green screen." Yeah, yes, to this green screen. It could be. Well, <laughs> uh, like, well, it should have just been a Best Buy then. Yeah. <laughs> like, can you imagine? That'd be great. <laughs> uh, and there's a, there's a security guard who comes out and is like, "Oh my God, there's a severed arm in there." <laughs> yeah, if he was like, "Welcome to Valhalla," <laughs> Jade Foster's like, "Is this?" the best part and he's like this is amazing have you ever been this they have everything here all the camcorders are 25 percent off <laughs> yeah that would have been that would have been incredible and my last easter egg korg's new partner's name is Dwayne the rock 
How did I not understand that when he first said it? I think I was just ready for it to be over. Yeah. But I was like, all right, I get it. Okay, great. And his name is Dwayne. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. That's called comedy. That's the jokes. Yep. Overall, whatever. I I wouldn't pay to see it. I mean, a lot of people really like it. I mean, I would see it again. I won't pay to see it, but I would say, like, when it comes to streaming, I'll watch it. I'll watch it again. I would pay a small, like, if you get a deal, if you get it like a Tuesday deal at your movie theater, it's like five bucks. I'd pay to see the, see that. And even a little more, maybe like eight bucks. I'd probably, I wouldn't pay full price to see it, probably. Right, right, right. I agree with you. It's fine. It's good. It's a, it is a fine film. Is it the best of phase four? I don't know. I think I liked Black That's Widow better. I'm not in I'm not I'm not enjoying phase four a whole lot, to tell you the truth. So it's kinda like Yeah. Eternals was terrible. Not very yeah. good. I mean, if you listen, are we also including the television shows? Because that's mainly what Phase Four has been this whole time. No, no. Oh, did you finish Miss Marvel yet? I did, and it's fantastic. It's so good. Yeah, I cried through the whole episode. <laughs> if we're not wait, so we've got Black. What has been in Phase Four so far? Black Widow, Eternals, Black Strange Widow, two. Eternals, Doctor Strange Two, and this. No, yeah, it's not the best because I, I like Doctor Strange Two more than I like. I think I like this. this better than Doctor Strange Two. That's fair. I'm yeah. not, yeah, like, but it's a close. With it, but They're like, close. Yeah, but I think yeah, I like. Yeah. I mean, Black Widow was good. I think I like Black Widow better than those movies. I I just love like Florence Pugh's performance is beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Fucking Hopper, uh, David Harbour is so good. Rachel Weiss, Weiss, I forget how to pronounce her name, but she's very good. I liked Taskmaster. Yeah. Master. And no, everyone's really I liked good. The, the well, we don't have to. We don't have to. Review I know. I know. Black I'm just Widow. saying. We like all, I'm, I'm summarizing like the things, the collection, the sum of its parts. I think puts it above. Right. Barely puts it above Thor for me. And we, but we can both agree that the Eternals was the best film Marvel has ever put out. Oh, easily! It's a cinematic masterpiece. Are you ready to move on to the reading and writing assignment? There's no yes. writing assignment. Oh, thank God! <laughs> Although I did write notes, so there, it is sort of like a writing assignment. Okay, great. Let me set the scene for you, Chris. Okay. It's October 2006. Okay. You wander into a comic shop and you see a comic called The Boys. You ask what it's about and the guy at the counter says it's about a bunch of mean people. So you naturally assume that this comic about a bunch of mean boys can only be the sequel to the hit film Mean Girls, which just came out two years prior. And Chris, I swear to you, these are all the ingredients necessary to create a serial killer. The Boys is a comic series that ran from October 2006 to November 2012. The series was created by Garth Ennis, which sounds like a Star Wars character, and Derek Robertson, with the writing being provided by Ennis and most of the artwork being created by Robertson. The first six issues, which are the ones we read... Uh, are produced by Wildstorm, which is an offshoot of DC Comics. All issues after the first six were published by Dynamite Entertainment. Here's something that surprised me, scared me, and made me worry for Garth Ennis' mental state. After the first six issues, DC dropped The Boys, which made Ennis happy because it meant he could make the comic more violent. Mm. In these six issues yep. that were published by DC, yes. we get yes. a woman removed from her hands and squished into a wall, a man's face implode into his head from a headbutt, a man's jaw ripped from his head, a man's face implode into his head from a knee, a dog rape another dog by command of its owner, a man's face removed and thrown onto a window, a 
lot of racist stereotypes, a homeless man beaten in the street, a woman gang raped, a giant orgy where women are literally being brutalized, self-inflicted harm, drug abuse, people being forced to take drugs against their will, homophobic blackmail. I just wrote here, bloody semen, question mark, question mark. A man's face implode into his head from a headbutt, again, an arm go through a man's chest, a man tear a finger off, a hamster climbing out of a man's ass in six issues. And Ennis was happy DC dropped it so they could make it more violent. My God. I agree with you. This was a slow read. (laughs) The 72nd and final issue was published in November of 2012. All right. I will say it's very similar to the show in tone. Yeah. Partly because everyone is terrible. Yep. (laughs) However, I do feel that the show does a better job of differentiating how they're terrible. Yeah. Like Homelander would never have tricked Starlight into fellating him like the Deep did. But in this, they're all kind of the same. They all just. They're all just kind of the same horrible person. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like this. (laughs) (laughs) Really? Because judging by the list you just read. I know. I really look, I will say, I really think the show made the best out of a bad comic. And Uh and honestly, maybe it gets better after this. Right. Because we only read the first six issues. There's 72 of them. It's a different publishing company. Who knows? But based on this, these issues, I can't imagine reading this in 2020 and thinking, oh, yeah, this is a great story. Like, it it feels like the only thing it has going for it is that it's probably the most violent comic available at the time. So there's shock value. But now there's so many places you can go to see hyper violence. So I, I like the show The Boys. <laughs> yeah. But other, like there's uh, what's the, the Keanu Reeves comic? Berserker. Berserker. Like, you can read Berserker. Like, I I cannot imagine reading this comic today and being like, oh, man, we got to put this one up on TV. Yeah, I I mean, I tried really hard when I was reading, because I was also reading this for the first time, and I tried really hard to kind of, like, separate myself from the show. But it was really hard, because it does, especially for this first six issues, It there's some things that are different, but... For the most part, it it follows like basically what the show is. Sometimes plot point, like we said, you know, in in the show, the deep makes uh, Starlight blow him. But um, and in and in the comic, it's A Train and who is it? Black Noir and Homelander? No, A Train and Homelander. Someone else. And I have no idea. Somebody else. I can't remember, but they all are all the same because they're all the same. But beat for beat, it's kind of the same. So I was like, I kind of know where this is going. So I'm trying to think if there's anything that like really separates it in this first volume from what the what the show is and kind of got me interested. The I guess the only thing that really like would compel me to finish this or keep going with it is because I know it's done. And because I'm like, okay, so I could, and and I've said this with the show, The Boys, I just want to get to the part where Homelander goes absolutely apeshit insane, and then they have to stop him from destroying the world. Because we all know that's what's coming. So I know I can, if you're like a fan of the show, The Boys, but you're kind of feeling that itch like I'm having of like, I just want to get to the thing I know is going to happen. Yeah. They keep teasing it. They keep yes. almost getting there. And then the shit hits and the fan like, and he well, leaves. We can, yeah. And then we, we can have one more plot line before we get to that. Yeah. Because it's not a 
slow read. It's, I mean, it, to me, I don't know if you felt this way, but it was kind of a quick read. It was, yeah. You know, but it's so also I only can, six issues. It's also yes, the full run is I think seventy two, if I remember correctly, seventy two, seventy four, something like that. But like this being a quick read and knowing it, there's an end to this. I'm like, all right, maybe I could barrel through this and just get through that and get to the end and feel that satisfaction of like seeing the comeuppance that I want. But for the most part, yeah, they're just really they're Somehow they've taken a show that feels like a lot of the characters are two dimensionally stock characters and made them more stock characters. I agree. Like, I yeah. don't, and maybe and again, this might be just it's the first six issues. So it's like we just got to introduce all of these things. But a lot of it is like like Frenchie is just like a weird, crazy ass French guy who kills a lot of people savagely, which I guess is in this last season. It's implied that's who he used to be. But we never see we've never really seen that from Frenchie. But this one is like he's just a crazy lunatic. They're all just crazy lunatics. Yeah. M.M. is the I, maybe the closest to what his character is on screen. But he's also like a racial stereotype. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Yeah. And like his daughter going out with like all the kids who have guns. Oh, and they're like, hey, buddy, really I'm going to fucking dumb, kill you. Yeah, that was a really dumb, yeah. stupid scene. I did right here. Here's the weirdest part of this review. Oddly, I might come back to this. One reason is because it's done. Like you said, there's a finish line. Like with something like the Flash series on the CD on Netflix. I keep fucking watching it and hating every goddamn second of it and I think part of it is because I keep asking how is this not canceled yet? There's no end in sight. But there's also it's also like you said because these six issues were under a different publisher. So like it could be different. Now that being said, I'm not horribly optimistic that the reason I didn't like it is because it was published under one of the best publishing companies in the world, especially since Ennis essentially said leaving DC gave them the freedom to go completely crazy with it. And that's like the stuff I didn't really I don't really like about it. Right, right, right. But I am intrigued. I might try to go back to it. I could see myself giving one more volume of this, like go on to volume two. Because also, again, the first six issues are really the introduction. So it's them like not really doing a whole lot of anything. So I'm like, all right, maybe at least the second volume would be like their first case, their first whatever they're doing and see it them really in action. And then you're like, okay, now I can really judge like, what is this going to be for the rest of the 72 issues? Am I going to actually enjoy this or not? Yeah, it's fine. I mean, if you're a fan of the show, like I said, you'll, you'll probably like this to start off with. But it's nothing like I didn't read it. And it was like, oh, this is brilliant. Or oh, if I had not watched the show and I had read this, I think I'd feel the same way as you of of like, this is just weird. And it's a lot of like shock for shock value type of thing. Yes. Yeah. If you love the boys because it you. shows a man blown in half from inside his wiener and think the show could only be improved by having a dog that fucks anything on command. You'll love this. You're going to love this. Yeah, you'll love it. Even Butcher in this is like damn near one dimensional. Yes, I you know agree. What I mean? I, it's interesting, too, because I think Carl Urban somehow has given him like a third dimension every season. He's gotten better every season. Yeah, maybe. I, I think there's also he does a great job. You know, we were talking about how I think the only redeeming quality of Obi-Wan is Ewan McGregor. I think that he is bridging a lot of in Obi-Wan, Ewan McGregor bridges a lot of the gaps that the writing 
fails to fill. Yeah. And I think Carl Urban is doing a lot of that work as well. Yeah. 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 He's he's carrying a load in Obi-Wan. I, yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Didn't you see him? He's also in the in the uh, God thing in in Thor as well. I'm kind of surprised he wasn't in this movie. <laughs> He would make a great Hercules. If he well, he's in Ragnarok. Who is he in Ragnarok? He's Scourge. He's Scourge in Ragnarok. Oh, fuck, he is. Yeah. He's another Idris Elba. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's another Yeah, that's one. why I said I was surprised he wasn't in Love and Thunder. Because, like, Son of a I think bitch. he dies at the end of Ragnarok, but he's a New Zealander. He's friends with Taika Waititi. Just throw him in. Put right. him in Valhalla. He's around. He's not busy. He's He was at that Best Buy. Yes. Yeah. Overall, like I said, it's fine. It's nothing. It didn't light my world on fire. It, it does. It's so close to the, to the show because the show then does stray a lot from the comic. So that might that would be the other reason I would maybe give this another a second volume is because these six issues very closely resemble the show. And, and I think from here they branch out wildly and they go in very different directions. So I'd like to see where that goes. But for right now, the first volume, you kind of got to get through, I think, the first volume to get to the second volume and get to the interesting stuff. Yeah. What do you do? You have a, do you have a reading assignment for me? I do. This comes uh, this was recommended to me twice, once a while back, and I purchased it, but never read it. OK. And then also I asked people for uh, some, you know, recommendations of what I should read. And especially I, I was bringing it up for like uh, I was like, I'm, I'm sick of reading Marvel in D.C. Give me something I've never heard of where like my money that I pay for this will go to just like an author. Hot damn. I like it. And this was one of the recommendations. I'd already had it. So someone recommending it a second time moved it to the top of the list. OK. This is called The Many Deaths of Layla Starr. OK. Have you told me about this before? I think you have. I don't know. No. I had okay. never read it before. Okay. I just read the first issue for the first time. It's five issues. Right. And uh, I believe it's well, it's done. I believe it's just those five issues unless they decide to continue it later. But I think the story ends. And uh, yeah, that's it. Well, uh, I read the first issue. I'm very intrigued and I'd like to read some more. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Oh, I'm excited. Okay. Cool. All right, there you go. So the many deaths of Layla Star. So I think that's about it. Yeah, that's it. Really. Let's see. Next week is gonna be well Tuesday Newsday. Yeah. And then after that, I don't know what we want to do after that. I don't know, man. We'll have to look. Let's uh, see if something's coming out. We could talk about Miss Marvel. Something. We could talk about Stranger Things. We could talk about Miss Marvel. We, we could, could talk, talk about, about the Stranger boys. Things. Yeah. We could do another Popery episode, but now with the full series yeah. being done. Yeah. We could do Gray Man. We could do Gray Man. No, you don't want to watch that movie. Yeah. But I, th- I saw it. I, it's funny. I thought of that. I was like, Andrew does not want to watch that movie. And then I thought, <laughs> well, we did watch Red Notice. And so if anything, if we're if we watch Red yeah. Notice, I feel like, like it's just going to be extraction. But now with Captain America, I, I think it's getting good reviews, though. Great. So I was like, if we watched Red Notice <laughs> and people were like, what the fuck is this? I was like, we could at least watch Gray Men and maybe we'll surprise ourselves. It's the sequel to The Gray, right? Yes, it is. Okay, yeah, great. the one with the wolf. Yeah. yeah. Liam Neeson. The, yeah. The wolf becomes a man. He, That's he why he's got the little mustache. Sentience. It's his leftover fur. Yes. Yes, it is. 
See, it all it all comes full circle now. All right, yeah, that's that's pretty much pretty much it. Oh, hey, Andrew. Yep. Hey, Andrew. Yeah. Hey, Andrew. What? Where can they find? They can us? find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Pandora, SoundCloud.com/slash The Media Lunch Break. We're on Twitter, where our handle is at Media Lunch Break. We're at Facebook. We're on Instagram. We're on YouTube. We make videos sometimes. We put out a video with your theory about uh, uh, the third season of of Umbrella Academy. Oh, did we? We put out a little video about how you think a certain character is not alive at the end. Yes, that's right. And I don't want to spoil it for anyone, but I thought it was a genius theory. Thank you. I mentioned it on TikTok as well, and a lot of people were like, that's an interesting idea. So I'm very curious about it, and maybe you can head over there, watch the video, and see what you think if you've watched the, the third season of Umbrella Academy. You can also, I already mentioned it, but you can find us on TikTok, where our handle is at The Media Lunch Break. We're putting out little videos there every now and then. You can also uh, visit our Patreon and watch some sick videos, maybe, if this works. But who knows? It might just fucking fail. And if it does, we'll have to figure something else out. That's like everything else in my life. I'm done. Keep going. Great. That's patreon.com slash the media lunch break. You can also send us an email at the media lunch break at gmail.com or you can visit our website, which is www.themedialunchbreak.com. Give us a rating and a reviewing on iTunes, SoundCloud, YouTube, Pornhub. We're not on Pornhub. (laughs) But if you find us there, give us a thumbs up in the right place. Special thank you to Julie. Thanks, Julie. For being awesome. Uh, Julie texted me today. She's in L.A. for some freelance thing. Okay. And uh, that's cool. That is very, very cool. Uh, As always, as Andrew said, leave a rating and a review. You can do it right in app. So you can write an app. You can leave any sort of review you want. Uh, Leave a five-star rating, and you can leave whatever you want in there. This week... I have no idea. Other than that, uh, as always, you know, we're going to be covered. We're trying to figure out what we're going to cover after Tuesday Newsday. You can, if you got any suggestions or anything, we're always looking for something like that. You read a comic. You've seen a show. You've watched a movie and you're like, hey, don't be talking about whatever you're going to talk about. Talk about this thing. Send it over. If you're a creator, right? Kind of like what we're going to cover for the next reading assignment. Actually, that was done by Boom. It wasn't, but it exactly what Andrew has done with me for next for the next reading assignment. You got a suggestion? If you're a creator, you made something, you shot something, you shot someone. Confess your sins. That's totally fine. This is a good place to do it. It's a very private place. No one will ever know what you've done. Your secret will die with us, <laughs> like that person you shot in your driveway. <laughs> but if you uh, uh, you shot something, you made something, you want us to give it a shout out, you want to put some ears or some eyes on it, send it over. We'll talk about it. Like I said before, next week is going to be Tuesday Newsday, the sweetest day of the week. And then uh, after that, we'll figure out something else. That's it. That's all she wrote. Let's get out of here because I can see Andrew... His sanity is slowly deteriorating the longer this is What's going What's left of it? Oh. You fucking turd fryer? What? Uh, that's it. I don't have a good ending today. Do you want to just end it in an awkward, awkward way? And in, I'll tell you what. In tribute to Thor Love and Thunder, we'll end it on a joke that sounds like it should land really well, but won't. Were you passing the ball to me? <laughs> I was. Yes, I was.
No, I think I think when you're looking for a joke that no one's going to find funny, I'm the right man for the job. There it is. That's it. That's it. Stop recording. Let's hope this works.